0: Hey there, and welcome back to Take One, the podcast that brings you just one delectable page of Talmud every day. Because in today's page, Nadarim 49, what a page, what a page to read uh, in this holiday season when you have food on the mind. Because, my friends, this is a food-heavy page, so much so that I I couldn't even pick a little snippet. We have here, for example, the rabbi is giving us quips such as this. Babylonians, says Rabbi Zera, are foolish, as they eat bread with bread. They eat thick porridge with their bread, which is essentially eating one kind of bread with another kind of bread. And on and on and on the rabbis go to judge. Every and any sort of food-related behavior. Can you eat with your fingers? Well, that's kind of gross because you bring your fingernails into it. Can you eat with a fork? Well, that's kind of gross because then you put the fork back in the communal bowl. What kind of food should everyone enjoy? And what can we say about people who don't enjoy specific kinds of foods? The rabbis on today's page are coming at you straight out of the kitchen, and they are judgy. I have to be very honest so do I. I have very particular opinions about what food should be enjoyed and how. And to discuss this you know, point of my personality I'm not particularly proud of, it is my pleasure to welcome to this podcast, its very own producer, Quinn Waller. Hello. Hi, thanks for having me. So Quinn, to, to give our listeners a taste of just what a horrible person I am, I would like you to take us to the very first time you and I met.
1: So the very first time you and I met, I had been working a tablet for about two weeks, and we were going to go do a story at Sherry Herring, which is this herring shop on the Upper West
0: Side. That is one way to refer to it. Or, you know, the Mecca of smoked fish, the New Jerusalem of appetizing. But okay, I'll take your description too.
1: So I show up, I'm nervous, right? Because this is the first time that I'm meeting everyone. And I'm also nervous because fish is not is not really my, my jam, if you will. So I show up, you know, the, the work goes fine. The interview goes great. We get the guy to open up. Like we get a lot of cool ambient sound, but then everybody's ordering sandwiches and I'm like, Oh no, like there's, there's, there's nothing here that I would (laughs) normally eat. And it's my first day. So I don't want to be like the lame intern on her first day. That's like, Oh, um, (laughs) actually I don't eat smoked fish and then just be judged for the rest of my time at tablet. So I, I don't think I said anything. I like let you guys order me something. And I kind of tried to like force it down (laughs) a little bit because I didn't want to be judged for my (laughs) hatred of smoked fish. Um, and to Sherry Herring's credit, it was not as bad as it could have been,
0: and and to be and to be sure here we're not talking you know your run of the mill smoked salmon. We are talking hardcore herring. Now, Quinn, you have since gone on uh, not only to elevate yourself past that internship into a full time position here at Tablet Studios, but also uh, as the the host of. The beloved segment and the unorthodox podcast Cook Like a Jew, someone who's really leading our efforts to think about the connection between, you know, food, culture, tradition, and how food could be a pretty great prism to the way we understand life. So I, I want to tell you something you already know and, and ask for your for your candid opinion. As a gentleman of noble proportions and someone who thinks that food is, you know, tremendously important in the overall scheme of things. I tend to place a great emphasis, I should say a strict emphasis. I should say I'm a really big, huge jerk when it comes to food because to me, the preparation, uh, the meticulousness, the attention to the details, the idea, for example, that a martini may not be a martini unless it is with gin, with a very specific ratio of vermouth, with just a sliver of citrus oil rubbed ever so gently against the rim of the glass, with the content of the beverage, stirred, never shaken, about 39 or 40 times. I think that this attention to detail, this ritualistic-like element, gives food the prominent place it has in our lives. Therefore, we should approach it with something like trepidation. Now, That sometimes uh, comes across as pressuring others, as the rabbis do on today's page, to say, what's wrong with you that you eat like this and not like that? What's wrong with you that you're like this and not that? Uh, And so when you see a jerk like me uh, who comes at you and said, you now must try this delectable herring that probably smells to you like day-old socks. What does it make you feel? And, and what am I getting wrong about my attitude to food as a ritual?
1: You know, I'm I'm almost with you a little bit. But I'm with you in that when I'm alone, I will be a stickler. I will stir my martini specifically 39 times. But the thing is, is when, when you're cooking for others and when you're eating with others, the role of food in this situation is to help you connect with them. Right, is to say, I find this thing delicious. I want you to have a similarly good experience with this food. I want to create joy within you by sharing with you this food that creates joy within me. And so if you're if you're if you're detracting from this joy by stressing out that your martini has been started 39 times instead of 40. You're taking away from the experience. Likewise, if you're forcing this person to consume a food that you know that they don't enjoy, you're not allowing joy into your food. And I I get it. I really do. My mom doesn't like onions and doesn't like garlic. And so every time I cook for her, I want to sneak onions and garlic into her food because I think that they're amazing and I think that she's missing out. But every single time I do, she doesn't enjoy what I've cooked for her. And so I think it's about meeting people where they're at with their food likes and dislikes and accepting that while you might understand the sublime joys of smoked fish, other people are not quite at that degree of self-actualization just yet. (laughs)
0: Uh, of, of Ashkenormativity, uh, as, as the term goes. I think that's a very wise statement. In other words, remembering that uh, we are arguing uh, and talking so much about the things we eat, as the rabbis do today, because ultimately, we don't want them just to be, you know, object of fetishization, which we are run a very strong risk of doing if we only pay attention to the detail. We want them to really be the thing that brings us together. Quinn Waller, thank you so much for being our guest. Thank you for having me. This has been Take One. If you enjoy the show, and I hope you do, please go and rate and review us on iTunes or whatever platform you use to listen to podcasts. Each week, we will be releasing new episodes Monday, through Friday, covering the entire weekly portion of Yomi. Take One is a Tablet Studios production. The show is hosted by me, Leah Liebowitz, and is produced and edited by Daron Ruskay and Quinn Waller. Our team also includes Stephanie Butnick, Josh Cross, Mark Oppenheimer, Sarah Fredman-Ader, Robert Skaramuccia, and Tanya Singer. For more information, go to tabletmag.com take one or email us at takeone at tabletmag.com. You can find us on Twitter at TakeOneDafiomi or join our Facebook group by searching for Take One Podcast. I hope we have made your day a little more Talmudic and we will see you again soon.